Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? Now dig this, Matt. Y'all know I love stationery. Y'all know I love to take notes. I love to write. I love to write on paper. I love to write notebooks. Matt, what'd you get me for Christmas this year? I got you notebooks and pens and organizers. Correct. I love it. Uh, And I find that it genuinely helps me remember things better as opposed to typing them or like putting them on a, a text file or whatever. Actually writing something down physically helps me a lot. It helps me organize my thoughts. It helps me get my work done. And ever since I got my new uh, iPad and I got the Apple Pencil with it, I have been doing that on there, and that's great. The only problem I've had with it, it doesn't quite feel like writing on paper, which I, is a feeling I like. We have the solution to that problem. That's right. Paper-like. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a screen protector for your iPad. It uses a proprietary technology called nanodots. With those nanodots, you feel the natural resistance of paper on your iPad screen. It is a paper-like feeling on your iPad. So if you're drawing, if you're taking notes, if you're using your iPad like you would a notebook, here's the way for it to really feel natural. And Chris, I know you love that. You you have an iPad, you got a paper-like and I'm sure it's, it feels just right for you. It does. It feels great to use. Also, Matt, you know I'm very particular about paper. I have yes. specific brands of notebooks that I will and will not use. And paper like feels good on the iPad. Uh, they also make accessories for the pencil to make the pencil a little more comfortable to hold. They make uh, accessories to help you clean the iPad as well. They've got it all. The ability to handwrite notes in a digital form is great to begin with, but getting that extra tactile feeling that makes me happy while I do it, (laughs) that gives me that little dopamine, that little serotonin burst that I like to have, is fantastic. The latest version of the Paperlike is manufactured in Switzerland using high-quality plastic foils designed for maximum picture clarity. You're not going to lose any of the definition of your iPad screen if you put a paper-like on there. And these foils are developed exclusively for paper-like products. It also always comes in a set of two, so you have a spare. Look, we know a lot of artists listen to this show. If you're an artist and you're looking for a way to make drawing on your iPad feel a little bit better, this is how you do it. So, to pick up your paper-like, head over to paperlike.com Ajax, click Buy Paper-like, and select your iPad size. From now, right now, until the end of January, Paperlike is also including their digital pro planner bundle at no extra cost for every order placed through the Paperlike store. Plus, shipping is completely free. So if you're ready to do more with your iPad, head over to paperlike.com Ajax to get started. Hello, everybody. Matt Wilson here. Flying solo here at the top of the show just to let you all know a little bit about what you're about to hear. You're going to hear about 
35 minutes of Chris Sims and I chatting on the way to and at the second day of NC Comic Con Oak City in Raleigh, North Carolina. You will also hear us talk about how we are going to be presenting more of the show to come. Uh, That part of the show never comes. I'll explain a little bit of that after uh, you hear what's coming, but I do want to kind of also explain why this episode isn't exactly what we had in mind when we recorded it. Two days before this recording, I got some bad news, and I mentioned it in the show. I don't say specifically what it was, but essentially, if you don't follow me on Twitter or you don't see my tweets, uh, I have been informed that at the end of March, I'm being laid off from my day job. And uh, that's not great. I'm not super pleased with it. And I don't know, honestly, how it's going to affect or Rocket Ajax or any of the other podcasting that I do. To explain a bit, I work from home. I, I work remotely. And that affords me the time and a little bit of the freedom to be able to edit all of this wonderful audio content that we provide in the Clytus Media family. I hope to be able to continue doing that. I hope to be able to find another job that enables me to work remotely. I think that if I have to go into an office on a daily basis, that's going to make it exceedingly difficult to have the time to do all the editing work that I do. Um, Maybe we could hire an outside editor or something. I'm not sure if push comes to shove on that, but that's the situation that we are currently in, and that is why this episode may feel a little weird and a little weirdly down, but I do think it's a fun episode for the most part. I think we have uh, some fun conversation on the way to the con and then on the con floor, so it's I'm making it maybe it sound more like a downer than it really is, Listen and judge for yourself, and I'll be back with a little bit more once the recordings from the convention are finished. Hey everybody, welcome to Warwick and Ajax. It's the internet's most destructive comic book pop culture podcast. We're your hosts, my name is Chris Sims. With me as always, Mr. Matt Wilson. We're in the car. Hello. I'm driving. Matt's driving. We are on our way to Saturday of uh, of North Carolina Comic Con Oak City in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's right. It's 316. And a hell yeah to you. A merry hell yeah to us all. A hell yeah, everyone. Hell yeah bless what? us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's 316, everybody. It's March 16th. I We're mean, very excited. You know, you're gonna hear this two, three, four, a hundred days later. But <laughs> you might be hearing it in in June. You might be hearing it on Matt's birthday. What? What if every? What if you just listen to every episode of War Rocket Ajax in June? That would take a not insignificant amount of time, as there is about six hundred hours. Yeah, it would take all of June, I think. Yeah. So it's day two of this convention, and. Day one was rather slow. Day one was a little slow. 
but I'm hopeful for day two. I, I have hopes that day two will be will be good. You'll, what we're gonna do on this episode is kind of just provide you with a a look throughout the day of this convention. We're gonna, it's it's our 316 diary, and you're gonna find out everything that we are experiencing in a day. At uh, at a comic convention, how about that? How about we we just like do a day a day in a day, day at of. the con, day at the con, yeah, day in the life, yeah. So we are we just left Chris's apartment, and uh, we're on our way to Raleigh for this show, and you know, hopefully it'll be nice. It's a it's a smaller show with a smaller artist's alley. It's concurrently occurring with Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah, which which I think is a, a pretty big conflict. Pretty big conflict. I think a lot of the artists and writers and other people in comics that would have been at this show are at Emerald City instead. <laughs> it's also concurrent with the uh, ACC tournament, <laughs> which is happening this weekend. Um, which may have had something to do with, like, kind of the trickle of people yesterday. I don't think it'll affect today as much. Yeah, and we we thought yesterday was notably slow, and then almost at the end of the night, we found out that it was essentially a preview night. Yeah. Because it was only people with, like, weekend passes and VIP passes who were allowed in on Friday. Yeah. So presumably, today's going to be good, and we also found out that they do uh, they do a really cool thing where anyone who is employed by the North Carolina public school system can get in for free on uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. So they're expecting a lot of... People on Sunday. A lot of teachers, a lot of kids coming in on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so I look forward to that. Now, yesterday, this was uh, this is the second con we've done, and I think maybe the third that I've done, that the, the Friday was an afternoon evening. It went three to eight. Yeah. Uh, we also did that at Winston-Salem Wizard World, which was an interesting experience. Yeah. I feel like that's becoming more standard for cons, and I understand why. Because people work on Fridays. people work on Fridays. Yeah. But it's still kind of odd to me. It's... Based on my experience, which, you know, it's only happened a couple of times... But based on my experience, it does not bring more people in to do the later hours on Friday. I could be totally mistaken on that. Well, I mean, not not a lot of people were brought in in general to Wizard World Winston-Salem. True, 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 true. But, you know, I don't know that that later start time and later end time is necessarily better. But, you know, it's interesting to see people trying stuff. Yeah, I can see the logic behind it. For us, I think it's particularly annoying because we essentially both worked a full day and then went to this con. Yeah. For five hours. Yeah. It was not ideal. I mean, it was convenient for me because I did have uh, things I had to do earlier in the day. But, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, also, I think it's worth noting, I'm gonna, we're going to do a little mini snack situation within Ajax. How's that sound? That does, that sounds fantastic. Because our longtime listener uh, and uh, 
very nice person overall, Greg Black. Greg Black? Who you might know as Tales to Enrage on Twitter. He asks questions on the show quite a bit. He came by the table pretty early in the day yesterday. Uh, he bought some books, so thank you, Greg, for doing that. And he also had gifts for us. Which is the way to do it. Make a purchase and render an offering. Yeah, yeah. Render render unto Chris what is Chris's. (laughs) And to Matt what is Matt's. Yeah. And so he brought us two cans of soda each. And they're these like tall 12-ounce Coca-Cola cans. One was just like cherry Coke. But with like a new designed can. And we thought it might taste a little different, but it doesn't. It's just cherry coke. The other is the new orange vanilla coke in the uh, tall 12-ounce can. I'm which, drinking it right now. Which it's all three of those flavors. It is orange and vanilla. And coke. And cola. Yeah. Which I, I, I love an orange soda with a little vanilla in it. And I love a coke with some vanilla in it. But adding citrus and vanilla to cola did not sound appealing to me. I'm drinking it currently. I think it's... I'm getting more used to it the more I drink it, actually. Like, the first taste... It was overwhelming. There was a lot going on <laughs> in, in that sip. The more I drink it, the more I'm kind of like... It's more it's like normalizing to me. But I think it should probably be one or the other. You know? Yeah, well... Vanilla Coke's great. Vanilla Coke's great. I don't think there would be anything wrong with Orange Coke. Well, I was about to say I don't know about adding citrus, but Coke with lime is really good. Yeah, Coke with lime is good. And and if you go to one of those Coke freestyle machines, (laughs) it's, it's got orange that you can add. I think the problem with this, I think it would be better if it didn't have like a little bit of a, like a fakey aftertaste. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's the orange or the vanilla that's causing that. No, I have not. I've not had it yet because mine is on the table at the con, so you'll probably hear me drinking that later. Yeah, it's it's not bad. I'll, I'll probably drink the rest of this can, but I would. I think I would prefer to either just have orange or vanilla. If we're, if we're being honest. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, we we did the preview night yesterday. We got some pizza, came home. Yep. Good pie. Shout out to Pie Pushers, Durham, North Carolina. Pie Pushers, very, very quality. Very high quality. Very choice. We got the Jerry, which is just pepperoni and sausage. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I usually get the, uh, the the Mighty Meaty, which is pepperoni, sausage, uh, Canadian bacon, and uh, it has Parmesan and mozzarella. I mean, that probably would have been good, too. It is very good. Yeah. But, but the jerry was also good. Uh, and a little bit cheaper, too. So. Yeah. Uh, but then this morning, we woke up, and uh, I put on, as is my 316 tradition, I put on the Steve Austin ECW promo. Sure. Which I used to watch literally every day uh, at my old job. Because I was... I didn't know I had depression... Which, in retrospect, means I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, I had to watch this Steve Austin promo literally every day just to get through it. Yeah. Uh, but if you haven't seen that, that's my favorite 
piece of, uh, of Steve Austin's oeuvre. We watched that. We watched the very lengthy pre-Royal Rumble what promo? Which is a which is a, a March tradition. We we did that multiple times when we were at Emerald City yes. a few years ago. Uh, and we did a live episode from Emerald City. If you want to look, look it up for yourself, it's called Stone Cold Tortures Michael Cole with what promo? Uh, we watched a pre-WrestleMania 13 promo, which was staged as a remote interview that was clearly pre-recorded and not an actual interview because Stone Cold didn't have an earpiece in uh-huh. when Vince McMahon was talking to him. Uh, then we watched a thing where at he after he got dumped on his head by Owen Hart, a uh, WWE employee came to his house and to talk to him about his recovery, and he ended up shooting arrows at a uh, deer mannequin with pictures of Vince McMahon, Jim Ross, Gorilla Monsoon, and Owen Hart on it. Which was uh, pretty fantastic. Yes. And then we watched him explode the DX Express. Yeah. We also watched, of course, the uh, the WrestleMania 17 promo package. And I just want to give a shout out to my boys in Limp Biscuit. I'm giving a shout out to my boys in Limp Biscuit. Uh, for, for the use of their song "My Way." <laughs> yeah. So that's how that's how our day is starting. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think. That's pretty much all we have to give you right now. We could talk about like diving into comic bins yesterday, but we didn't really buy anything or uh, anything like that. We were mostly just like looking for your comics for you to resell. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Shh. Matt, that's 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 my secret technique. <laughs> if you see, look, if you see if you see Chris Sims rifling through a half price paperbacks box. I am not looking to buy anyone else's work. <laughs> your, your boy needs to make a profit at this con. Boy's looking for some X-Men's 92. You got it. You got it. All right, everybody. We'll be back in just a second. For you, it'll be no time. And we'll have another update on our day at the con. And who knows? We might have some very good bits. We always have good bits. We're the good bits, boys. All right, everybody. It is about two and a quarter hours to the end of the con. We're here. We're here in mid-con mode. To the end of Saturday. The end of Saturday. Yes. Yeah. We still. We still have all of the Lord's Day ahead of us. All of the Sabbath is yet to be conned. Yep. Would you like to talk about the group cosplay we saw on the way in? Now, when we were coming down the escalator uh-huh. to come down here, we saw a group of cosplayers in Game of Thrones attire. Full, yes. Fully Game of Thrones out. Fully Westeros. And some of them were hard to tell apart. Like, there was obviously a Jon Snow. There was a Jon, there was a Danny. There seemed to be, like, a Rob Stark, maybe? Maybe, yeah. They were good costumes. They were good costumes. Yeah. And... The one that baffled us... Yeah, this, this is the reason we're talking about this. ...was one of them either volunteered to be or was made to be a Joffrey. Joffrey? How bad do you have to piss off your friends before they're like, you're going to be Joffrey when we go to the con? Or how 
how little do you have to think of yourself to be like, I will dress as Joffrey. And it's like a pretty solid Joffrey suit, too. That guy was an adult, also. Yeah. He was not like... 13. Yeah, it wasn't like they they he was age appropriate for Joffrey. Yeah. It was a, this was a decision was made by someone and he where he said either I'm going to be Joffrey or I must be Joffrey. Or he was late to the meeting. <laughs> yeah. He drew the last name out of the hat and had to be Joffrey. It had to be Joffrey. What what a rough what a rough road for like, that youngster. But here's the thing. Game of Thrones has a lot of characters. I I would say perhaps even too many. You could not just not have a Joffrey. You could just have Stannis. He could have been Stannis. He could have been Stannis. Could could have been. He could have been the. He could have been Sir Jorah. Could, he could have been Sir Jorah. He could have been the 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 bad Greyjoy. The bad Greyjoy. Yeah. He could have been Lily Allen's brother. They didn't have, I guess you probably don't want to be Lily Allen's brother either. You don't want to be Theon. Yeah, that guy's been through some stuff. He's he's had a tough time. Yeah. He's had a had a rough one. Yeah. But it, but, it, but having a Joffrey, real weird, real yeah. weird decision. Because the thing is, there's not like a lot of Lannisters in the group. There's not like a Cersei. There's, there's I didn't not see like a Jamie. There's not like a Jamie. He could have been Jamie. He could have been Jamie. Yeah. He, he looked like he could have fit a Jamie. Yeah. So I mean, like it, 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 it's a conscious decision. Yeah. To to have a Joffrey, and for that for that fellow to be a Joffrey. Yeah. Which is wild. Which makes me think it was his decision. It would almost have to be. Instead of being forced by friends to do it. Yeah. So what else have we been doing at the cons? Every 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 friend group has a Joffrey. And if, if you think yours doesn't, guess what? If you if you think you're not the Joffrey, but you don't know who the Joffrey is... I got some bad news. Sorry. Sorry about your damn luck. Uh, Matt, who do you think we are? In our friend group? Yeah. Are the Game of Thrones characters that we are? Yes. I... Okay. I have a solid idea, but I would like to know what you think first. All right, I think I know who who it would be. Okay. Uh, you're Cersei, and I'm the lady who rings the bell and says shame. <laughs> oh, you got me with that one, Matt. You really did. That's that's that's, that's better than mine. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, I, I think you're Sansa. I, God, I am. Because you've, you've been through a lot, and you've uh, grown darker and harder-edged. I'm so, uh, that is depressing, but yeah, and not I'm, inaccurate. And I'm Arya, because there is an anger in me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah. The, the other one I would say would be that you're Jon Snow, because you're the lead character, and I'm Samuel Tarly. <laughs> Because I'm likable, but also forgettable. Physically, that is, there is a, I think that is a little bit more reverse. I think I'm Hot Pie, and you're the other weird little kid. (laughs) 
So what else have we been doing at this con? Mostly just playing 20 questions. We've been playing 20 questions with wrestlers. That's been going on all day. Um, That's how we've been celebrating 316. 316. Happy 316. Break a glass. Breaking glass. Raise your glass, then break the glass. Drink. Chug a beer. Spill most of it on the ring. Just. Then get down and swim in it. Get down and swim in it. Then drive a truck in. Yeah. With more beer. More beer. And then you ride that mechanical front ways. Another beer. Sideways. More beer. Backwards. What? One-handed. What? Two-handed. We also went We went and got coffee. Oh, we should talk about this. So we didn't realize, as we did not realize last year, that the con, the Saturday of the con was taking place on the same day as the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Here. Even though tomorrow was St. Patrick's Day. Here Today in, is 316. Yeah, here in Raleigh. And so parking was a nightmare. It was bad. And when we walked in, we were like, man, a lot of people here for the con. And then we saw everybody lined up on the street on the for street. wearing the parade, green. wearing green for the parade. So that was that was a little bit surprising. But there's there's a lot of people here today. There's there's more people here today. I have sold nothing. <laughs> I sold a floppy everything will be okay for $3. And that is that is all I have done today. So cons, cons. So if you want to see me and Matt at cons, maybe come to hear us cons here. Yeah, uh, I, I I will be fully honest. Um, I may be gonna quit cons. <laughs> Like, I know we say that kind of thing kind of like jokingly. This is not a joke. I, like, maybe just like, you just email me if you want to buy a copy of Everything Will Be Okay, and I'll send it to you. Because this is, this is not, I've endured too much. You've endured quite a bit. The indignities. Maybe maybe you're Cersei, and the con is walking behind (laughs) you with a bell. I've endured more indignity than I think I deserve. Uh, I think if I was the the metaphorical sept of Baylor, I would be very worried right now. <laughs> that I would have. These are some very good Game of Thrones jokes. They're very good. It's a popular show, so I think we're I think we're safe. If I knew about a giant basement full of liquid fire, you know. Uh, I would be putting my greatest enemy in there. Or, well, actually, my ex-lover, who's my cousin, but then who joined the, uh, whatever the religious organization was called. Oh, right. Yeah, that's the kid from, uh, that's the kid from uh, House of Anubis. Yeah, that's him. I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. He was, well, he was like... One of the less less important Lannisters. Yeah. But what's his name? Gerald. Uh, you're close. Harvey. Not Harvey. More like uh, Lashley. Crumhold. <laughs> it was. It's Lancel Lannister. We did pause. We did pause because there was a somebody at the table who looky dude and didn't buy anything. <laughs> oh. I, look, I've, I've been doing this. How long have we been doing this? Years. Too long. I can spot a looky little mile off. <laughs> I can, I can t- you know that, like, 
You know, the thing is like, oh yeah, when you go on a date with someone, you know in like three minutes if it's going to work out. Uh, I know within, if I can see you, I can tell if you're a sale or not. I've got the that's experience. A, that's, that's a good kind of radar to have. Yeah. It's a very depressing radar to have sometimes. Sure. Sure. Cause, Absolutely. Because you, you can't see it right now, but the little bar is going around and there are no pinks. No pinks on the bar map. So... Yeah, let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. <laughs> okay. Um, I had a bad week. You did. I had a bad week. I'll get more into it later when we do checks and wrecks. I've been doing my best to shoot you up. It has uh, not been working. I've, I've been having a bad week. I had a bad week. And I was like, I know what will make me feel better. Going to a convention. And let me tell you <laughs> what was the wrongest thought. That I had. Did we talk on the show about how you were bullied by a teenage girl and her mom at Heroes Con last year? I feel like we have, but we can we can rehash it if necessary. I mean, I still don't believe it happened, and I watched it happen. It's the thing that made me stop drawing drawings of wrestlers at conventions. <laughs> you will never see, even if I continue to do conventions, you will never see me put on my table ever again. I will draw you a wrestler for a dollar. Because, I mean, this isn't the only time this has happened. But one thing that happens with more frequency than I would like is they um, people misinterpret I will draw you a wrestler for a dollar as I will draw you as a wrestler for a dollar. And so they say, draw me. And then I say, no, that's not what I do. I draw wrestlers who are basically cartoon characters because they're very easy to... It's very easy to create a likeness of them. They have exaggerated characteristics. They, yes. If there's one thing Matt loves, it's caricatures. Let's not. So... If somebody says draw me, I'm, I'm, I, t- I tell them I don't have any artistic skill. This is a joke. I'm doing it for fun. I just want to draw these people who I've seen a lot of and that are easy to catch a likeness of. I don't want to draw you and make it unflattering, and then you're upset. And then while you stand here, I get to pitch the rest of the items that are on my table. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Most people are like, okay, whatever, draw me another wrestler, or they'll say, okay, fine, and they'll just leave because they don't know any wrestlers. This mother and daughter continue to insist that I draw them. And they were like, we're not going to be insulted, just draw us. And I was like, I would really rather not. You were polite? Then the mother wadded up a dollar bill and threw it at me. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. And I drew them. But also, I felt gross the whole rest of the day. Yeah. Also, another thing that happened at Heroes Con was a guy came up to my table and told me how inspiring my work was. And I said, uh, I'm not the right guy. And I pointed to where it said, not the colorist on my banner. And he, he turned beet red. And profusely apologize. Uh, so at least he was nice about it, but also not a great feeling. 
Yeah. Uh, this was the con last year where a guy called me pathetic and made me want to stop being in the world of comics and now, get into Now, that story I know you've told on the show. Yeah, I told the story on the show. Because that was in our live show here last year. That was year. in our live show. Yeah. To explain my, my sudden interest in knife culture. Yeah. Uh, but I've been having a much better con than that. I did say I was going to scream in that dude's face if I saw him again. He's not here, as far as I can tell. He's at least not in his pirate costume. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the t-shirt game we play? Sure. You can talk about the t-shirt game. We, we, play, a, we play a game called What's the Worst T-Shirt. <laughs> it's a game, and this is not, not comic-specific, and you can play this in any crowd. Yeah, you can you could go to a basketball game and play this yeah. play this game. Uh, but we like to play a game called What's the Worst T-shirt. The current the current leader is a gentleman who is just walking around in a T-shirt with the Brazzers logo. Yep, which is an adult film company. If you live on the internet, you you're aware of what Brazzers is, even if you don't watch pornographic films. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I. It's it's out there. It's out there. It, it, there was it's, a, it it's was out there enough where a man will buy a T-shirt with the logo and then wear it to a public place. It was a meme for a while. Uh huh. It's not as bad as the worst T-shirt at, in Greenville, though. Worst T-shirt at Greenville was rough, buddy. Rough, very rough. I don't even know if I want to get into how rough that shirt was here at the show. I here's a weird thing. I clearly remember the worst T-shirt from Heroes last year. Uh, what was it? It was Bulma from Dragon Ball. Okay. Removing a shirt. Yeah. There's, there's, like, there's shirts that you're not just putting on an item of clothing. You're kind of determining how the rest of your day is going to go. Yeah. And maybe how, like, your life is going. Yeah. And, you know, as always, chase your bliss. If it, if it makes you happy to be Brazzers guy, don't let you boys Chris if and Matt you're going to be Bulma... Maybe don't do that if one. If you're going to be Bulma getting them out guy... Maybe, I mean, I would say maybe don't go to a place where there's like a lot of children and maybe like moms. Yeah. The thing about the Brazzers logo is you know what it is if you know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, it doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah. It's just a word. Just you might a, think it's for a Brazilian steakhouse. I can go for a Brazilian steakhouse. Me too. It's a long pause while we contemplate. Yeah. Uh, we got so we got coffee. You have your orange vanilla coke over there. Yeah, do you want me to? Do you want me to take a sip? I mean, it's not cold. It's not cold. It can wait if you want it to wait. If you want to chill it. Yeah, I think I'll do that. I think I will. Okay. Now, Matt, I am... I'm closer to a sellout than I've ever been. Because all your stock is what is currently on the table. Yeah, this is all of my comics that I currently have. You've got four sword quests. Uh-huh. One or two sets of Sleepwalker? I've got I've got two sets of Sleepwalker out, and I think I've got one down in the box. Okay. One Year of Marvels trade paperback. we got the Nick Fury story in that one. One downset fight. And i got three Bad Bloods. Three Bad Bloods, a few X-Men Christmas specials, I'd say that's four of those, and four or five Sleepwalker number ones, and that's it. I've sold sold this amount in a day before. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen today. Um, I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
because what's on the table is not all that I have. And uh, you, got some, you got some T-shirts too. Nobody's buying those T-shirts. Well, the T-shirts aren't out either. They're not out here, but like, look, a very specific type of person buys those T-shirts. Yeah, but nobody has come up to us and said, "Hey, guys, I really love Ajax." Not a single person. Which usually does happen at cons. Yeah. We've had some Ajax fans. We have. We have. We have. But, um, it, yeah, it, it, look, come out to shows, guys. Come if, out to- like, look, I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm uh, issuing any kind of ultimatum. But if you don't come out to shows. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna do these anymore. And I don't want to do them alone. Because <laughs> let me tell you what. Here, here's the thing: you're sitting behind a table, and maybe not selling as much as you want to, but you've at least got someone to talk to. That's true. It it helps a ton to have yeah. someone to talk to and play twenty questions with wrestlers with. I, but like, okay, look, let's let's talk about some indignities. Okay. Uh. Last week, I was in Greenville. I was standing behind the table. Blind item, a writer that we really love and respect, called me Chad. To, to be entirely fair. Who I've met in person before. You have met in person before. To be entirely fair, you were standing in front of Chad's banner and you were wearing a matching shirt to Chad's banner. You do not look like Chad. Not even a little. But you were standing under the words, Chad Bowers. I can understand how the mistake would be made. But it still didn't feel great. No, I I, I, it, I gave you a hug after that. And like, I just want to make stuff that people like. And I want to talk to them about it. I want some like an editor to come by and be like, "Wow, this comic looks great." It does look great. Somebody should publish this. Or what why don't you pitch something? And uh, let me tell you what's never happened. That's all. So as you can see, we're in a great mood. Yeah. Spirit moral morale's high. Morale, Spirits are soaring. Morale is so high. Uh, if you are a snack situation listener, you might be hearing us drown our sorrows. Yep, that's coming later tonight. But not in the substance that you would expect. Yeah, yeah. Because I said I said last night at your house, or I guess Thursday night at your house, uh, do you mind if I get tore up? And then I couldn't even drink. Like, I, I didn't even, I was like, I don't even want to do that. I think we're done with this segment. <laughs> can we can we get a little like funny and positive before we go out? Or no? Thank you for being there for us. All of you loyal listeners. You mean more to us now than you ever have before. Yeah, c- come and see us. And and also, when you come to see us at the con. You can also play the games that we like to play. Look, I know I know people. A lot of people who listen to the show have asked if we're going to come to like a con where they are, because obviously you don't want to drive to North Carolina from Connecticut or 
somewhere in the West. And I get that. If you know people who have any in in who know who run those cons or run the comic shops that are involved in those cons, uh, mention us. We'd be happy to do a live show at most conventions, I think. We have fun with those. I actually have more fun at conventions where we do live shows. We're very good at doing live shows. I think so, too. I think so. I mean, you know, I I don't know what you guys think of our live shows, but I have fun with them, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So... Well, that's that's it from, from the con floor. Look, we'll be in a totally different mood when you hear from us next. <laughs> Another You'll, segment is to come either later tonight, like right after the con today. We, we could probably record on the way home. We'll record on the way back. Yeah. And then we may even do a little bit on Sunday. Uh, but... Hey, listen. What did we do when we woke up this morning? What did I put on the TV? The Steve Austin ECW promo. Matt, if that if that's not helping you get through this hard time, I look. I hear you. I mean, before that, I put on "Mind If I Praise God," <laughs> which I implore you, if you have not seen it, please just go on YouTube and search for "Mind If I Praise God." The best, most wholesome, incredible meme that has ever existed. It's a pretty good one. All right, that's that's it from the con floor. Back in two and two. (laughs) Back in a couple. This is Matt, back by himself again. Despite our promises to have more from either that Saturday night or the following day, Sunday, we didn't get anything else recorded. We tried, not for lack of trying. Every time we tried to record on Sunday, either someone immediately interrupted and I'm not blaming them for that. It just how that's how it went. We tried to find spots where we could go record in slightly less noise than on the con floor, which was it was actually louder on Sunday than Saturday. Sunday ended up actually being a pretty busy day and we did more business than we did any other day of the show. And even in those relatively quiet places we tried to go record in, it just was a bunch of false starts. So that is pretty much the entirety of our episode from North Carolina Comic-Con for this year. I'm sorry there wasn't more to it. I'm sorry we weren't in higher spirits. Um, But it's, you know, talk about a con diary. This is a snapshot of where we were at that particular moment in time. We will be back next week with a regular War Rocket Ajax episode that should feel more like a normal thing. I appreciate everybody who listened to this and who supports us in any way, whether it be on Patreon or just by listening to the show. If you leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts or some other podcasting application, if you ask questions for our guests on Twitter, if you ask us listener questions on Tumblr at warrocketpodcast.tumblr.com, if you participate in Clytus Media in any way, I cannot thank you enough, and you are your support means more to me personally now than it ever has. So, thanks.
and we are not going anywhere. Some things may be changing in the near future, depending on my personal situation, but War Rocket Ajax will keep going as as long as I can continue to make sure that it keeps happening, and I'll do everything to make sure that it does. If you'd like to follow Chris or me on Twitter, you can follow me at the Matt D. Wilson. You can follow Chris at the ISB. Our website is warrocketajax.com. That is where you can stream the show, download the show, read show notes, and leave comments. We're on Patreon at patreon.com slash warrocketajax. And as I mentioned, we'll be back again next week with a regular episode of War Rocket Ajax, either a panel president special or with a guest. Until then, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on this brief convention journey. Harrison says hi. Talk to you soon. We love you. Flash.